0: I first started noticing it when I was in nursing school. I would just feel this pressure in my chest. As time went on, I started noticing other symptoms. At one point, I even felt like I was allergic to food.
1: Thanks for listening to this preview of the Acid Reflux and GERD podcast, part of the Health Unmuted audio library by Mission Based Media. There's still a lot we're learning about reflux and a lot of misinformation about GERD or gastroesophageal reflux disease. So in each episode of this mini-series, we hear from medical experts, caregivers, and people who live with chronic reflux to engage, educate, and empower listeners. And we'd love your help getting the show out to the millions of people who need it. To learn more about how you can be involved, visit healthunmuted.com or drop us a line at info at healthunmuted.com. Enjoy the preview. Throughout the podcast, you'll hear a lot of different terms.
2: Acid reflux, heartburn, heartburn. GERD, indigestion, sometimes these terms are used interchangeably.
1: But they actually mean different things.
2: Heartburn is a painful or burning sensation in the chest caused by acid reflux. That's natural if it happens once in a while. But if it happens persistently and continuously, then we start to call it GERD.
1: In episode one, we talk about risk factors.
2: My dad struggled with acid reflux
0: for a long time and actually died of esophageal cancer in 1992, likely due to the fact that he had acid in his esophagus for so long. He also was overweight and he smoked and he drank. He also had a hiatal hernia, which I had a small hiatal hernia as well. Not
1: only do lifestyle factors increase the risk of developing acid reflux, but several studies suggest there might also be a genetic link. There are also certain triggers that don't necessarily cause acid reflux and GERD, but can certainly make symptoms like heartburn worse.
2: When we get under this chronic stress, our body kind of stays in this sympathetic fight or flight response. And the disconnect between our brain and our gut also becomes chronic.
1: Of course, food is another big trigger.
0: There's a ton of things that actually trigger the reflux and make things worse. Tomatoes, onions, garlic you name it. Coffee was the biggest trigger for me. Flavored seltzer waters, carbonated drinks.
2: Orange juice, lemonade, and marinara sauce.
1: Chocolate, mint, meat's a problem, dairy's a big one. So what can you do about acid reflux?
0: We go into this in episodes two and three. I think the one common misconception is it's just something you have to live with that everybody has and you just have to deal with
2: it and that it can't be controlled by those lifestyle changes. If they stop smoking, they should notice an improvement in their reflux symptoms within a few weeks. Weight loss obviously takes some time, but for every pound you lose, for every 10 pounds you lose, your GERD symptoms are going to be better and better and better over time.
1: Beyond weight loss and smoking cessation, simply changing the way you eat and sleep can also reduce reflux symptoms. In these episodes, we also talk about medication.
2: There are various different types of antiacid medications. Histamine blockers, which are somewhat weak but much older medications. There are some algae-based medications that are also available. There are proton pump inhibitors, also called PPIs proton pump inhibitors are one of the most commonly used medications in the world.
1: We'll also hear about surgery in a later episode, which is an option for people who don't respond to other treatments.
2: The surgical treatment of reflux goes back to the 1950s. And traditionally it was quite large operations, but that has changed enormously in the last 20 years or so. And most surgery now is performed using minimally invasive techniques, laparoscopic operations.
0: The surgery made a big difference for me. I wouldn't say that it completely took everything away, but it made a huge difference. GERD
1: can be a challenging, frustrating condition, but it is manageable, and people who live with it can still enjoy a full and happy life. Throughout the series, we'll hear how. It's really hard at first, so when you first find out, you kind of grieve what you were able to eat,
2: what you were able to do restructuring and reframing the words that we use and the beliefs we have about this GERD can significantly change our experiences of acid reflux. The vast majority of patients with GERD will live a normal, healthy life. I rarely experience symptoms now, which is really nice.